Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Welcome and thank you for joining us today, everyone. I am Chad Waller. Today we have a special treat as we are joined by one of our co-workers, Life Sales Representative Kurt Till. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Kurt Till here, uh, making my uh, podcast debut. (laughs) (laughs) And this is uh, Rob Oxenford. And uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, overcoming um, obstacles. Right. So... First of all, congratulations. You took that initial step and you just asked about life insurance, but now you need to be ready for their response. And this response is often going to come in the form of an objection, something along the lines of, I'm young, I don't need it now. Oh, or I'm I'm single. I have it through work. Uh, It's too expensive, things of that nature. I'll get it later when I need it. Good one. (laughs) Okay, so when a client objects... What are they really saying? Typically, I think an objection is used to mask a sense of unease or maybe even a bit of fear. Not many people are comfortable with the thought of dying. So perhaps they've never even considered purchasing life insurance, but now that you've asked, they realize they should have. Maybe they don't understand the concept of life insurance or the types of coverages available, but they don't want to appear uneducated and let you know that. Or it could be they're objecting simply because they don't want to be sold something. And I know we obviously hear a lot of objections. um, And, you know, obviously we can be on here for hours talking about (laughs) all the objections we've probably heard. Uh, But we thought we'd just kind of highlight a couple of them. Uh, And one I know that um, I've heard, my agents tell me they hear all the time, is uh, I have it through work. And they think that's, that's it. I've got it through work. I'm done. That's enough. Yeah, that's a very common one, and it's something that you, the agent, can address fairly easily. Because when a client says, you know, oh, I have it through work, that's great. It's a warm lead for you. It's a start. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You can say, hey, fantastic, you have some coverage through work, but what if? What if your situation changes? What if you get laid off? What if you change jobs? You no longer have that coverage through work. And also the coverage through work, it's usually not enough to cover anything. Mm-mm. It's very no. minimal or it's twice your salary. And the thing is, is when you look at it, um, you know, twice your salary might not even cover it for that one year. Once you figure in a funeral, additional costs for your spouse, kids, everything, that two times your salary really doesn't amount to much. I mean, I think even it's also one thing that grows exponentially. The richer you are. Two times your salary might be higher, but still, once again, you've got more expenses, everything. So two times your salary really doesn't cut it in. I'd say... You may make more money, but you're not really Mm -hmm. any wealthier. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, I like to think how you can look at it and say, hey, you know, like kind of Chad said here, we've addressed it. That's fantastic. It gives us something to start with, something to build off of. But now it's time to let's really look at how much life insurance you really need. And then we can kind of look at that as almost, I guess, gravy or icing on the cake, as it were. Right. It's actually a very good door opening objection because there's so many ways that you can go with it. Mm -hmm. Number one, you're addressing the fact, great, you do have some coverage for now. But then you can. (laughs) True, for now. And then then how many times do people really know what they have at work? Oh, yeah. True. They're just going to say, oh, I have it, because they're typically trying to brush you off. you ask, how much do you have? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I signed a paper. Right, right. <laughs> First day at work when you fill out all your HR forms. Mm-hmm. It's a good segue into a needs assessment, if you will. You know, sit down, take that time, ask them those questions. How much do you have? You know, um, I think a, a good question an agent can ask anytime they face an objection, because remember, objections are basically the client's way of trying to brush you off. I don't want to talk about this yes. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good question to ask is, what plan do you have in place to provide income to your family or business should the unthinkable happen? Hmm. You just got to have the client start thinking about a scenario where they are not in the picture, mm-hmm. or maybe they are in the picture, but their spouse is not in the picture, or their business partner is not in the picture. What's going to happen? So when you face those objections, I think that's really what you want to take into consideration. Paint that picture for them. What's going to happen? You almost have to take the cape off of them, because we're all guilty of it, me included. We all think we're Superman and nothing's going to happen. And oh, yeah. In our line of work, we see it every single day. Mm-hmm. Thing, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Kurt, what you just said brings up another very common objection that agents are going to face is, no, I'm young, I'm healthy, I don't need life insurance. That's wrong. Right now, maybe. Okay, at you this very single moment, you don't. But. You ever thought buying stock low, sell high? There you go. Right. <laughs> well, and you see it every day in in the news. How many young, healthy people suddenly are no longer with us because mm-hmm. one thing or another, and they're not in the picture anymore. But actually, a bonus on that objection is the fact that they're young and healthy. That's the perfect time to get life insurance because, as we know, if you're young and healthy... Life insurance is not very expensive. Oh, yeah, not at Mm -hmm. all. Which also is another objection you're going to hear. Oh, it's too expensive. (laughs) Everybody overestimates the cost of life insurance. So if you have a young, healthy individual that wants to get some life insurance in place now, just take a few minutes, run them a quote, show them how affordable it really is because you're going to be doing them a benefit in the long run. Mm -hmm. You're going to take that Superman cape off of their shoulders. You're going to show them, hey, this is really not that expensive, you know, how much money do you spend on a weekly basis at Starbucks or name your favorite coffee joint? Mm-hmm. Very affordable for them. Well, it's one of those things, too, is that you know you can always tell a person, and this is a true fact, it's going to be more expensive tomorrow. Yep. Always, always, always when it comes to life insurance. You know, I always look at when I, I, I bought my first policy when I was 18, I wish I'd double the amount I bought. Because I, I, I kid you not, I spend $7 a month on that policy. That's it, $7. Yeah, if you're dealing with a, a younger client and they give you this objection, one way to counter that, maybe go ask your parents about it. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you, I'm a parent and I just had a nice amount of term coverage run out. Oh. And I thought, yeah. wow, I should have gotten that for a longer period of time or, like you said, Rob, mm-hmm. gotten more. Mm-hmm. You talk I, about being young and healthy and I had my little health scare a month mm-hmm. ago. Totally healthy. End up with a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bam. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Yeah. No, actually, kind of going back to your term running out one, I just had, I'd say almost weekly, I get two or three emails. I'm like, hey, my 20-year term is running out. My $30 a month is now suddenly 400 um, What can I get? I'm like, well, you're not too far off on the 400 <laughs> kind of going forward. So, yeah. And, and I think it's interesting, too, because I admit, you know, when you are younger, um, you ha- you're on a tight budget. Everything, you know, even mentioned that Starbucks, you know, kind of putting those needs in. But I do find the younger you start to, the more you get used to paying that. You know, it's like car insurance. 
once you get it and you're used to paying it, it goes up a little bit, you're used to it. You know, set it up on a monthly deductible mm-hmm. and then, or, or coming out of your monthly bank account. Withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, monthly withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't see it, oh, yeah. you don't know it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, I don't think it's also kind of good about the, the older you get to, eventually you get to a point you can't even get it anyway, even if you wanted to. Right. You know, so. Okay, so we have, I have it through work, it's too expensive, I'm young and healthy, I don't need it now, what else? When I'm gone, not my problem. Uh, you get that one, that's probably the one when I was an agent that I heard the most. Um, I want that a, on my tombstone. You'd see a husband and wife, and he, he'd come. To, he'd kind of say something along the lines of, well, I don't want her to be rich off my death. Mm, you yeah. know, he'll have, yeah. and you see the $50,000 policy, but you break it down when his income won't be there anymore, the cost of a funeral, she's now got to hire you know maybe she has to go back to work she's got to hire people to help with daycare Mm -hmm. um there's lawn there's there's basic house maintenance type things fifty thousand dollars is not a lot of money oh no that'll go just like that Mm -hmm. the thing i like to uh, address on that scenario is because the person that's objecting is looking at that from singularly their point of view when i'm gone it's not my problem okay but what if you're the one that remains? What if it's your spouse that's gone? It's going to be somebody's mm-hmm. problem. It's oh, going yeah. to be somebody's problem. It's going to be the re- surviving spouse's problem. It's going to be the children's problem. Maybe it's going to be your parents' problem. They now have expenses um, due to you. Mm-hmm. So, again, you just need to put that in perspective to that client and say, hey, you know, Think about others. I know it's not your problem, but whose problem might it be? And I think one thing I always kind of push to, and I say it's a lot, is um, even when you're looking at those funds, obviously there's a lot of home expense, everything come up. But the biggest thing is it, it gives you time. I mean, that's the thing. Um, when I used to talk to my and clients. choices. It gives oh, you options. Exactly. I used to talk to my clients a lot about um, youth policies. And they're like, well, it's just my kid and a lot of bills. I, said, I get that. I said, but are you going to want to go back to work the next day, no, you're going to need some time to adjust, time to grieve, right? And having a little bit of a cushion there will help with that. You know, obviously there's funeral expenses and so on, but at least something to help you, uh, so you don't have to rush back into you know your daily life. You have some time to grieve and figure out what's the next step going forward. Right. Actually, Rob, you just brought up a, a great point when you said youth policies. Mm-hmm. An objection that a lot of people have um, when dealing with life insurance for children. I don't want to profit off of my child's death. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, don't look at it that way at all. Mm-mm. In fact, if you're talking about youth policies, don't even sell, as an agent, the death benefit. What you really want to focus on is a product that maybe has guaranteed insurability. Mm-hmm. So you get something in place at an early age that no matter what happens to that child in the future, they're going to be able to be insured or have even more coverage down the road. So when you're talking about life insurance for children, my suggestion is always to talk about guaranteed insurability. Oh, yeah. Because I always see that, you know, one thing is amazing with medical science today. We are, you know, curing diseases like crazy. But now I feel like we're finding things earlier now. I agree. Where I'd say so many kids nowadays become uninsurable. Right. Like that, autism. Oh, is yeah. There, are there any more autistic children today than there are now? Mm-hmm. I mean, today yeah. than there were back then? Probably not. But now it's just now more diagnosed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing that more ADD, the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then 40 years ago, the kid was just, he was just hyper. He's a hyper <laughs> kid. Now there's a medical diagnosis oh, for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all those things, it, it's really, it's unfortunate this information age. We have that information. If you were diagnosed with autism at two, 
when you're applying for insurance at 25, you're going to have autism. It's going to come know? up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other objections anyone has off the top of their head? Oh. Probably the main ones mm-hmm. that you usually get. Okay. Okay. Well, so in summary, what I want to m- remind everyone, you are the insurance professional. You are your client's risk manager. And chances are you already insure this client's home, auto, and or business. So this is where your relationship really comes into play and you can make recommendations for life insurance. Don't hesitate to ask about life insurance as you already now have an idea of some of the objections that you might be able to face. We've given you a handful of them now and how to overcome those. So be that risk manager. Make sure they are covered for almost any contingency that you can have and do ask about life insurance. Yeah, all great points. And uh, I want to close things with first off, thank you, Kurt. Thanks, guys, for having me. Oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> and uh, be sure to join us next time with some more exciting uh, life topics. Thank you for listening. <laughs>